York Rangers lose to the New York Islanders by a score of 4-3. to three. And as I've said, this Ranger team is not last year's team. Like, let's, let's completely forget about that. Like, even the Rangers do well from here on moving forward. It's not because of any success they had last season. This is a completely different team. And the Rangers played pretty well in this game. They really did. Um, but they had a two-goal lead going into the third, and they lost the game. Uh, and there's just no excuse for that. Didn't even get a point. Didn't even go to overtime. Uh, so the Islanders beat the Rangers again, which has been a common occurrence in recent years, uh, especially at MSG, where the Rangers just can, cannot seem to beat the Islanders. And this is after the Islanders last night also had a comeback in the third period, two goals down. They were the team that had a back-to-back, and the Rangers still lost the game. Uh, Igor Shostakhin really looks nothing like the goalie that we saw last season. And look, we're, we're 14 games in. Like, there's a lot of time. But look, Igor, you know, not enough has been said about how he has really been very subpar. Like even I just don't think he looks very good. Forgetting about the results of it, he just doesn't look positionally right. He looks skittish, not making clean saves. So Igor, definitely part of the problem uh, in this one. Uh, but you know we we can go on and on. Uh, and the Rangers had you know really should have won this game, and they are finding ways to lose. Last year it was an amazing knack of finding ways to win, which was so impressive. It, it was. You couldn't really statistically, I mean, there were stats to back up what they were doing, but within the moments of it, it was just they were doing the right things. And now here, they are finding ways to lose. It really is feeling like it was before Galant arrived, where the Rangers uh, were losing these types of games. Uh, it's just completely, completely unacceptable. I mean, there's been a lot of bad losses this year, but this one uh, takes the cake for sure. Um, just a really, really bad loss. Uh, in this one, there was one lineup switch as uh, Julian Gauthier is day-to-day upper body injury and uh, Vitaly Kratsov returned. There was some line juggling, and you know, I think with some success with some of the lines. Um, and they, they moved Miller and Truba back together, and that really didn't work out. I mean, Jacob Truba uh, has just been so bad. It's not even funny. And him being a captain just becomes more and more of a joke. It really is. There was no need to, there was no need to do it. I mean, big deal if you have A's. That was, everyone made such a big deal, you need a captain. You don't. You really don't. I mean, the Rangers last year, it wasn't, the reason why the Rangers didn't win the Cup last year wasn't because they didn't have a captain. Like, that was not the reason. One of the reasons why they didn't, win the couple of years because Jacob Truba was absolutely awful in the Tampa Bay Lightning series. That was why. That's one of the reasons. So, yeah, really, I mean, he's paid $8 million for like four more years. It's it's not good. Uh, I mean, we're not going to get the Jacob Truba that we saw last season, during the regular season. You're, 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 you're not going to get that. I, I'd be stunned. Um, you're going to see the Jacob Truba that we saw, uh, you know, previously when he's on the Rangers, more like the 2020 season, 2021 season. I'm almost certain of that. Uh, Brian Reeves was a healthy scratch again, which I agreed with. Uh, and it's unfortunate that they lost because I I wanted them to continue this. But just the fact that he was healthy scratch in this Islanders game is a good sign. I mean, amidst everything that's bad, I still agree that Ryan Reeves should not be playing. Some might disagree, but I'm glad that they have caught on to that. Um, 
Look, Mika Zibanejad has not been very good of late, uh, who got off to a really hot start. Uh, you know, it, it, it's certainly a power play threat, but even strength has really not been, he hasn't scored a goal in even strength. He has not been good. Um, and so, you know, that Panarin, Zibanejad, Kako line was not great. Um, whereas some other lines were actually fairly successful, I felt like. You know, Kreider with Hedl and Kraftsov, you know, wasn't too bad, actually. Um, and even Trocek centering Lafreniere and Vizi was not so bad. But, I, you know, the Zibanejad, you know, Zibanejad and Panarin on the same line, it just, it really hasn't been as successful as one would hope. We'll see if they stick with these lines. They might, they might. Sammy Blay, I thought, had a, had a better game. I thought Sammy Blay, who hasn't really been very good this season, uh, I thought that he was active and got some things going. So that was that was a good thing to see. But, you know, for the Rangers, the penalty kill was truly, truly bad. And that's where Ryan Lindgren comes into play. Ryan Lindgren um, is key in that. And uh, I, I suspected they would miss him, and they have. Uh, as long as Ryan Lindgren's out, the Rangers are not really going to be all that successful. It's just the fact of the matter. He is a major reason why they're able to close out games. Um, yeah, him being out is rough. It, but it's funny, though. Adam Fox, who I, I really like how he's been playing, he's been, to me, through the first 14 games, one of the best players in the Rangers. He's so good that I felt like Libor Hayek wasn't so bad. I, I kind of felt like that pair was serviceable. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm not a, a big Hayek fan, but you know, when you play with Adam Fox, it makes things easier. And I felt like he was all right. Um, you know, Joan Schneider pair, eh, whatever, you know, it, I guess it could have been worse, uh, to me that Miller Truba pair was definitely the worst of the bunch without it, without a doubt. It was, I mean, really, really bad stuff by them. Keandre Miller, uh, it's been a disappointment. It's been a disappointment. Alexi Lafreniere also been a disappointment. Um, so let's get into the game. Uh, first period Rangers jump out to a pretty nice start, but then Jimmy VZ takes a tripping penalty. So it was a good first four minutes or so. And VZ takes a penalty and the Islanders power play scores. And it's kind of Ranger killer. I would say lately, Kyle, Kyle Palmieri scores his fifth goal of the season from Parisi and Pulak. And that, uh, gives the Islanders a one nothing lead. But the Rangers respond, uh, and it's a goal by Philip Hedl. And it's good to have Hedl back from injury. Um, he scores his third goal of the season uh, from Keandre Miller and Adam Fox. So it's kind of ironic that on that play, Fox was on and not Truba. It makes a huge difference. I, I mean, the, the, the difference between Fox and Truba. And look, and it's funny because I have to be honest, like, there were points last season down the stretch in the regular season where I had said that I kind of felt like Miller Truba was the better pair over Lingren Fox that time. And that changed by the time the playoffs rolled around. Uh, it, it wasn't long-lasting. Uh, and so it's 1-1. Then the Rangers catch a bit of a break uh, at the end of the first where Sezikis uh, high-sticks Lafreniere, but it never should have got to that in the first place. It was an icing that shouldn't have been called in the Islanders, and it leads to that. And the Rangers take advantage of it. As 22 seconds into the second period on the power play, it's Chris Kreider scoring his fifth goal of the season from Panarin and Strocek. So the Rangers take the lead. Then there's a lot of power. Then there's power play opportunities for both sides. Uh, Beauvillier hooks VZ. Ranger power play unsuccessful. Goodrow cross checks Lee. Rangers kill it off. At 7.53, Wallstrom interferes with Zabanajad and they don't score. And the Rangers finally get another power play and they cash in. Sezikis trips Sammy Blay at 11.52. So that's two games in a row now where a Sammy Blay drawn penalty leads to a goal. And it, it, they almost had a goal earlier on the power play, but 
it was ruled and it was the right call that the puck did not clearly cross the line. Um, but the Rangers would score. They can't, and the Rangers, luckily for them, Scott Mayfield knocks the puck out of um, Varlamov's hand. And I must say, Varlamov, the shutout streak ends. So the Rangers actually got three goals by Varlamov and still lost the game. Um, so Varlamov gets the puck knocked out of his glove. And it's, uh, it's a goal for Vinny Trocek, his fifth goal of the season from Panarin and Zibanejad. I really think that Trocek has been a good addition. You know, even though this has been um, a rough start to the season, I, I mean, Strom to Trocek was definitely a, a market upgrade. Trocek uh, really providing a lot of different things. And that, that was the type of goal that Strom would not score on. It was a nice goal by Trocek. Gives Rangers a 3-1 lead. Heading into the third. And this is, you know, an obvious statement. If the Rangers score that next goal, get that fourth goal, they were going to win the game. And you... you to me, this was the key goal. At 14 seconds of the third, Adam Pellick scores his first goal of the season from Palmieri and Parisi. Uh, Shruba just gets beat to the puck. Uh, it was either Palmieri or Parisi that beat him, and it leads to a Pellick. I believe it was one of them, maybe Parisi. And it leads to a goal for the Islanders. Uh, and, you know, Shesterkin was really maybe not well positioned, but Shruba, you know, just you, you got to be a little bit, you know, more tuned in, you know, to start that third period. So the Islanders cut it to one, um, a one-goal deficit. Then 11:42, it's a penalty by Philip Heedle. He hooks Anders Lee. Heedle cannot do that. So good on Heedle for the goal, but bad on the penalty. And of course, the Islanders score. And I say, of course, because the Rangers penalty kill. It, it doesn't even when they're killing penalties to me, it doesn't look good. There's a lot of zone time, and it's a goal by Brock Nelson. His sixth goal of the season from Dobson and Barzell. Uh, and this was a bad. And, and Shesterkin, you know, to me. Um, you know, not, not a great goal by Igor here. So the honors tied up at three. And at this point, you're thinking, like, who, what's going to happen? You knew it wasn't really going to be great. And at this point, you're kind of hoping to kind of hang on and get a point again. But the Islanders score very soon thereafter at 1430. Now, there was a no call. Uh, blatant, uh, well, Oliver Wallstrom tripped Kako. And for whatever the reason, they didn't call it. I mean, they definitely, I, I would imagine they saw it. And they just chose not to call it. That's a bad job there by the refs, who, like I said, to be fair, the Islanders did get screwed a bit as things turned out with that missed ice, with the wrong icing call. And here, the Rangers are the ones that, that get screwed um, on a Wallstrom trip that it wasn't detected. But the Rangers got to play through that. You got to play through that. And it leads to a league goal, his eighth of the season for Romanov. And with 5.30 left, the Islanders take the lead. So they go from down two to taking the lead. The Rangers would have they would pull the goalie and they would get some chances, but uh, that's all she wrote. The Islanders beat the Rangers four to three. Uh, the Rangers now drop to six, five, and three. Uh, just not acceptable at home. They're three, three, and three. I mean, they, I mean, look, they have three wins and six losses at home. Uh, at home, that is bad. So hopefully the road treats them better. And so let's talk about the next three games. Right, because um, the Rangers will then eventually go on a West Coast trip, I believe, after those three games. Um, and it's three games and four nights for the Rangers. And yes, so the Rangers will go on a West Coast trip. But before that, and that'll be a, and that'll be a four-game West Coast trip that spans, you know, for about a week. But the next three games are at Detroit, who the Rangers just lost to uh, at, at home in overtime, at Nashville, who struggled this season, then home against the Coyotes, who they beat when they went to Arizona. This is not an overly difficult three games. Um, 
Rangers got to find a way to get wins here. Uh, they, they, they really look with Detroit. They got to have the mindset of look, Detroit came into our building and won. Now we got to go into theirs and beat them. Uh, and, and Nashville, you know, they, it's been a rough go for them this season and the coyotes look like that's just a team that you should be beating. So to me, um, you're really looking to get some wins here. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I kind of, it's, it's hard to say this because I'm not saying this is my prediction, but you really, you, you want to kind of win all three of these. Well, let me put it this way. F- you want to get five out of six points. So three wins, is that's, that's not easy to do. Five points out of six. That, that, that's what I'm looking for. Before a West Coast trip, which is never easy. And, and, and not for nothing, but the Seattle Kraken, who's, you know, they're playing well. So that will not be easy. Like, it never is. So, um, the Rangers, like, they've shown we can't trust that the Rangers will do anything, like, like this season. Like, let's just be fair about it. Like, it doesn't really matter who the opponent is. The Rangers are capable of losing to anyone. Whereas last year, they were so solid, and it was so, uh, like, you know, they didn't go on losing streaks. It was about as good as it could get. I mean, last year was such an excellent season. Um, and they just found ways to win. This year, they find ways to lose, and they do it in horrendous fashion against the Islanders. And let's just see where this thing goes from here. Gerard Gallant really needs to to, to turn things around. I, I, this is a critical next couple of weeks, I'd say, to determine where this heads. Really, I mean, you look at a lot of the times where the, what the standards look like on Thanksgiving, it, it's kind of what it somewhat looks like by the end of the season. Yes, there's some tweaks here and there. It's not, not going to be 100% what it is. But if you're not in a playoff spot by Thanksgiving, that's uh, that, that does mean something. And so hopefully the Rangers in the next couple of weeks, can find their game. It's not going to be easy. I, I think they need Lindgren back in there in the worst way, and they really need Shesterkin to pick back up his game. But this is a tough one. Rangers got to, you know, get over it fast and, and head to Detroit and really be determined to beat a team that just beat them a few days ago. So we'll see what happens there. Rangers um, travel to Detroit, go to Nashville, then come home to take on the Coyotes in what will be a very critical stretch.